Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. All right, welcome to uh, another episode of Morelia Python Radio. Uh, tonight it is just Owen and myself. We're going to be chatting about various topics uh, going on in the world, um, reading season updates. Let's start there. I have a okay. very uh, crazy story. I don't know what's with my carpets this season, but this will what's be wrong the, with those things. The second time uh-huh. that they that they went after each other. I've oh, never experienced they, this. Oh, they actually went to hurt each other. Well, so it's kind of my fault. So let me start at the beginning, right? So right. um I I've seen I, it seems like like my carpets are 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 in the process and they're they're building and they're they're looking thick and mm-hmm. you know, uh they're going through the process. I kind of like I'm I'm feeling them. I'm feeling some, it feels, you know, it's starting to get tight, but it's not like tight, tight yet, you know? Right. Um, in the, in the, in you like the lower third of their body for people that know what I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so what I've done in the past is I've, I, 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 as I start to warm up a little bit, um, I offer them a, uh, a meal. Mm-hmm. So I did. And I started to feed everybody and get everybody in the in the uh, the rhythm of that, right? And everything seemed good. So I separated all the males out from the females. I mm-hmm. fed the females and put the went to put the males back in last night. So my gelatin girl is looking particularly thick, right? Like okay. particularly thick. And I had two uh, popcorn carpets refuse food, so. I had these two popcorn carpets. They refused food. I'm like, okay, this is a good sign. Um, so uh, I go to put the male gelatin back in, and the female, I don't know if she was Nails like, him. asleep or mm. I caught her at the wrong way. or like. Boom. He still smelled like food. I don't know. Nailed him. Oh, Ugh. God. Dude, I saw my life flash before me as I ran <laughs> to the sink. I'm like, oh, you go? <laughs> no, what's going on? So I, you I know. couldn't have just been one of the ugly coastals. Like, I'm, yeah. But dude, that's the second time that happened. And then I was yeah. afraid to put the Exanix back together, the Exanix IJ or Pop ones, and um, mm. because the female is just like she's just turned on, like she's just like trying to bite everything. It's like. I don't know if they're just like super hungry or like, so I'm going to try to feed them again and then try to reintroduce, um, see what happens. Now I offer them a small, like a small rat, that kind of size, you know, yeah. prey. Oh yeah. It's something small for their first one coming right out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like, I didn't feed them enough going into the breeding season. So they're like really hungry. Oh God, we must eat everything. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never had carpets do that. Have you? Yes, okay. I have. Um, not for a while, um, but it always seemed to be like my jungles that did it because, okay. like, they would just be the ones that are like insane. Right. Uh, the coastals never seemed to do it. The Walmas would do it all the time. So would the white lips. The female white lip would be like movement, and then just nail the male and wrap him up. And I'm like, you're never gonna breed this way. Oh, <laughs> like <God>. it's <laughs> like, and it was just like, please stop. And it's like my biggest fear is um uh. 
I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing the same thing you did. Separate everybody. I'm waiting for everybody to warm up a little bit more, and I'm gonna start separating and feeding, and then putting back together. Because this is when you start getting like the swells become gravid. Like this is you know it's swelling right now. Cool. Now take it home. Get the eggs. So uh, that's usually when you would take a bite or. The male will take a bite. Like, dude, it, whatever. You can do whatever you want to me. Like, bite me, wrap up my arm, do whatever. Just don't hurt each other. <laughs> like, <it's>, yes. <laughs> I don't really care what happens to me. Just don't hurt each other. So, um, yeah, we'll just see how it goes, dude. But I, I've seen it happen in a few creatures. How's your 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 season progressing? Do you, are you seeing like females I, on the? Good I am side? seeing tons of locks out of my coastal stuff and some good coastal stuff. Um, the Woma male is trying so hard, like he he knows that if he doesn't produce this year, his ass is sold. So he is like trying, <laughs> but I've not seen them locked up. But she's got like spur marks, like because he spurs her so bad, uh-huh. they she, he actually does damage to the scales. So she's got damaged scales from like her head down to her tail. And I'm like, you just, he's just spiking the hell out of her. Like every time she's walking, like every time she goes by, he's just like dancing on her back. Um, But uh, I think I have a few positive signed animals. I was checking out my uh, Delia Scattershot jungle yesterday because I had to move my retics into bigger cages because if you feed them large rats, they overgrow 41 quarts pretty quickly. Um, yeah, this, this is a new experience for me. <laughs> yeah. just, I'm like, Oh, so, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So I had to rearrange some stuff and the jungles were in one of the cages and I moved them and it was the mail that I got from Joe and Melissa uh-huh. and he's a mouser. So he's thin as a whip and he's like, yeah, no, like he's, he's a pissed off jungle. So he comes flying out. And I throw him into the new cage and then I gingerly pick up the girl and I'm like, Oh shit. She's got the, um, square scales on her belly already. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm like, that is early for you to do this. Like, so now I'm like, that's good. Also early. That could be bad. So it's like one of those things of like, when you go downstairs and find your female in a beehive, but she's not due for a week and a half. It's like, no, like, <laughs> no. So I don't know. Um, but I started warming them up. I'm going to start feeding those two. Cause then hopefully it's just kind of going that way. And then, uh, I had to figure out some of the other stuff that's going on here, but, uh, my Kribo is looking pretty thick. Um, couple of the coastal projects are looking good. The, uh, uh, Carmel Jack head Xanic looks really good. Um, yeah, everything else, we just kind of keep doing what we're doing. So we'll see. Cool. The Ruffies are still. The Ruffies went into a bin about a, two weeks ago and have not left the bin. So they've just been in that bin. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a good sign? Or... I don't know. Because okay. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> normally they're up in the front looking for food. Now they're like in the back in the bin together. Okay. They've just been there. And it all kind of started when the male shed. Okay. Mail shed, they went in the bin, haven't seen them out since. Huh. Interesting. Very. So they're they're two of the ones that I'm also going to try to separate and feed and then put back together. We'll see how that happens. Huh. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I have some... I don't know. I don't know if it's the lack of snow this year that's... Like... It sucks. 
you know what's really going to suck is that we're going to warm up and then we're going to get like punched in the face in March of like this giant snowstorm. I thought about that. So I was like, ah, maybe I'll raise the temperature. I'm like, nah, let me ride it out a little longer. Let me, let me keep going. Let me, let me try to. I, I am too, but dude, there's nothing coming. Like there's nothing on the horizon. It's not like if they were talking snow in next two weeks or something, but so far I've not heard anything. Yeah. And every time we get talks of snow, it just drifts off or goes a different way or turns or whatever. It just sucks. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that what I'll do is I'll warm up and feed. And then as I'm kind of tossing everybody back together through February and March, if there is a snowstorm in March, um, I can get those last couple locks and maybe I'll get like eggs in May, June is what I'm thinking I'm looking at. So, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know. And the diamonds got me, uh, got me a little nervous too. Just, Drop it, drop it to 40 degrees and leave it alone. Like, you know, just well, I, even though my room is cold, like yeah. I'm, I'm like shooting the temperatures in, in, in here. And uh-huh. it's like, we're looking at like, you know, on the daily average, it's like maybe it's 60, 60, maybe a little bit below 60. So I like open my back door. <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to kind of get some coolness in here and crack yeah, the I start, window. I, I started um, uh, opening up the, uh, what is it? The I, I left the door to my snake room open the other day just to let it get a little bit cooler in the snake room. So Yeah. <clears throat> and I saw that, uh, speaking of breedings, which is yeah. weird, I saw that um, David uh, produced another clutch of Southerns. Yes. That's like, uh, do you think? It's weird, right? Do you think that maybe scrubs reason that people don't have, give a shit? <laughs> like they go at a different time. I would agree. I would say that that's probably right. I mean, uh, how many times do we talk about like what maybe some of the things that's wrong about white lips and scrubs and all these hard things is that they breed at different times and we're not ready, but they are. So it just kind of keeps on like. Also, for a larger animal, potentially you might miss the ovulation swell, especially if you. I don't know, overfeed it. Uh-huh. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because I saw, like, David made the post, and I don't know if it was in the recent post or one that he just, you know, from a little while ago, but mm-hmm. he was saying, like, he's like, I think when it laid the clutch, she was saying, like, everything I know about scrubs, I just I forgot. It just doesn't, you know it's I mean? gone. It's, it's like I thought I knew about scrubs. I know so I nothing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so... I love those moments where you're like, I know. It's like, what was that? That one time I got the uh, coastal clutch in August. I'm like, what? Uh, d- I don't remember it, this. Yeah, like it, just because it, this is where we all think it should happen. That doesn't mean they can't happen before, after all this other crap. You know, um, I, it just it is. You know, sometimes she's gonna ovulate. Those eggs are fertilized. Eggs, fun happens so yeah i was i heard an in like um uh, last week i guess nick mutton was on with um uh dave palumbo on his uh youtube channel and they did mm-hmm. like a video interview i don't know if you caught it or not but anyway they were talking about like you know basically how ball pythons are you know more or less domesticated because of how many generations and they'll breed at any time of the year now and and uh i you know, they were talking like maybe at some point carpets will get there. And like, you know, I know in for a long time 
it's been thought that that would never happen because you have to carpets have to sort of experience that temp drop. I don't know. Right. What do you think? But it, like you know, and you kind of keep thinking back to freaking Darwin and shit like that, where it was like sweltering during the day but cool at night. Like that's. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, oh, they have to experience that cold. They kind of do. And it's like it happens a lot out there. And that's that we were we were we were there at the tail end of the dry season is coming into the rainy season. Yeah. So I imagine the rainy season would have been a lot more of the cool, cold weather. So it's like we're like, oh, they have to experience the cold and then we have to heat them up for the rest of the year. It's like they love the cold. That's why they do all their breeding in winter here is because that's when they're like, oh, God, it's finally it's not this, it's not disgustingly hot outside. We can all run around and breed and then quickly <laughs> quickly get back to our shelters before we die. It's right. like that's yeah, it's yeah, you for sure. Uh, I mean, you can you can now relate that you can for sure see how being in the environment really gives you a different perspective on I mean I the guess you know we were all... <laughs> maybe it was fucking hot dude <laughs> it was disgusting I've never been so hot yeah. <laughs> I, was the... I just keep thinking back to that one time where like you guys left me and I'm wandering around in a fever dream <laughs> on the side of a mountain <laughs> yeah that was that was crazy day for sure you can look you and Eric you and Rob are up there and you're like he's over there you all right? And I'm just like walking in a circle. I guess he's all right. I knew you were cool. I kept looking back like, hey, where's Owen? He's like, wait a minute. He's all the way at the bottom of this mountain. <laughs> we'll go back and get him. It's fine. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm trudging through leaf litter like nobody's business and thinking I'm getting, like, yeah. I'm getting by green green ants as I'm following a wallaby. And like, you're like, he's, he's good. He's good. He's all right. He's all right. Can I eat these ants? Wait, and I can't. De- 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 death at our territory. Like, yeah, it's great. Oh, man. Woo. Speaking of uh, Australia, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm what? You're, you're almost out there soon. A month. You're, you're out of here. A month and a half away from, from Australia. And it's. Oh, that's good. You're, so you're going in March, like what? Like it's the sixth, like that whole week? I'm going, I leave the 18th. Oh, so I am totally off. All right, because I'm going to be in Florida in the beginning of March, and then you're going to go to Australia in the middle of March. So we'll okay. have to record some extra shows to <laughs> give to the people yeah. who, uh, uh, unfortunately, will they like to revolt when there's no NPR? That's you know? true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so what? And you you're going the week of the like the second week, the week of the eighth. I'm going the first the week the first weekend week of the sixth. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Gotta go to Florida. Yeah. Yeah, we can't do like uh I can't leave you alone anymore with this stuff. No. We, so we gotta pre record it. There's so it. much shit now, but yeah, but now we can pre record it, you know? Yeah. We'll just have to do a Sunday episode of I don't know, insane craziness or just you and me, and then yeah. they don't get to hear it until we're gone. Right. Yeah, I can This is how the movie magic works, people. Yeah, I can have it upload uh at yeah. any time, but yeah, they don't even know. Recorded. I've been I've been dead for three years. Eric has just been. <laughs> you I'm just a soundboard. You like were, this is. You weren't supposed to tell anybody, man. I'm what sorry. I was. Oh, that, that the cat's out of the bag. You know, it's that Owen. You see it. Carpet Fest hired actor. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, headed out there on the 18th, and I come back on the 29th. I'll be back. Am I gonna have to sit through another one of those? Um, 
Let's all talk about what we did in Australia without Owen shows. Yes, that'll Damn be it. that'll be on the thirtieth. <laughs> and the cool thing is, is that actually Riley Jim Riley's going is coming. So I'm pretty excited for him. Um, so proud of him. Yeah, his life is about to be changed. <laughs> Poor he's, bastard. He's gonna totally wig, man. Of course he is. Oh, and then yeah. oh, he has no idea. <laughs> oh, it's great. Uh, yeah, so we're going yeah. to Southwest Australia. Operation Imbricata is what uh we're Don't cry. About. Don't cry if you find the Imbricata, okay? Dude, that's that's I, I, you, I know. Dude. Dude. I'm I'm just I thank God that there's no chance in hell you'd find a rough scale. <laughs> Because if I'm not on the expedition for rough scale, I mm, I need to have my head examined. Yes. Like uh, th- like something really wrong has to be going on, or I really can't do it. And you know I'm going to be sad the entire time, and somewhat rooting for you not to find it. <laughs> I would I would if we were going to go in 2021 and you couldn't go for whatever reason, we would. Yeah. I, I would, push it off for a year. Push yeah, it off. Would, I would say, come on, man, we have to push this off to 2022. Push go somewhere else. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm still alive in 2022. Oh, yeah, who but... knows? <laughs> oh God, I told um, I told Dad about your store getting robbed and how I was talking about being like John McClane kind of a deal. Yeah. Um, he said he could play the fat cop who just talks to me on the radio. Um, so I'm just I saying just, shot just, for shot remake is NPR productions could happen. I just spit <laughs> water all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, well. I have to find someone to play Hans Delbrook. <laughs> Casper. Hmm, Casper. <laughs> have to be Casper. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could get Phil Starkey. Either one, anybody. Both you guys have really nice accents that we could use. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That was a tangent, and now we're back to talking. Okay. <laughs> back to reptile-related stuff. Reptile issues. Um, no, I, I, I think it's going to be – it's really cool, and I'm really glad Riley gets to go. Um, I just wish to God I had a job and all the money in the world yeah, right. <laughs> that would allow me to go and do all this other stuff, so – yeah. This is, this what be... the hell? It was another episode of Carpet Cliff Notes that I didn't know about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I told you, dude. I recorded right? like. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm like, I'm sitting here. It's like NPR just released its own episode. I'm like, how the hell is it producing? <laughs> We're in the middle of making it. <laughs> the magic of technology. The knowledge of technology. <laughs> the episode's made while you're doing it. <laughs> Yeah, well, apparently I put them up unedited anymore. So uh, yeah, but I, <laughs> I've already started. I've started drafting letters of apology for whatever it is I may say that Eric leaves into the show. I, I wonder how many people were listening and like uh, they're like, oh, this is a good funny intro. Oh, look, it's Owen it talks stop. to his dad. It doesn't stop. When is Tool keeps- gonna start? Um, Wait, where's Tool? That's what I was doing. I'm like, where's the music? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like, they... wait a minute. Oh man. Oh my God. Then there was some part in the middle. It was like uh, Jason wanted us to to edit. Oh, they, we did. <laughs> Just like, whoop. Let Jesus it ride. <laughs> Christ. You know. Rob sends God. me a message, right? And he's like, uh, because at one part, uh, Jason says, "Oh yeah." 
edit this out. Oh, it don't matter. You know, <laughs> it, it, it don't matter. So I just left it in. Gift of, he sent you that gif of John Stewart eating the popcorn and looking. <laughs> it was like, he was like, Jason says, edit out. And then Eric doesn't do it. And you're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> right. And he contacts me and I get this big text message about, he's like, I find it very funny how all the time you tell me that, you know, you can edit stuff now, but yet never edit. Anything. Never do it. Never do it. <laughs> like, oh, shit. It's yeah. Jesus Christ. You know, it. I have uh, I have officially fixed that problem. That should not ever happen again. Uh, hold on. What time is it? Where are we on the recorder? It is uh, 24 minutes in, and Eric says we'll never have this problem again. Right. I will make you relive this later. <laughs> if, if this happens, make you eat these words. Yes, yes, it's, <laughs> it's true. Um, speaking of podcasts, there's a new one out in the uh, reptile uh, podcast uh, family. Always, it's, uh, always coming for the kings. I mean, you know, it's... Yeah, this one is called the Reptile Gumbo Podcast, and it's with James Lewis and Carly Jones. Awesome. Uh, it's uh, it's basically... So the first guest was uh, was Joe from the ground up. Um, right, yeah, start small. Joe's... Joe's... <laughs> He's he's just he's an adorable little rascal. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I was hoping to see them at Oaks. Like, do you have any idea how crazy you look when you go into a Wawa and you're like, "Do you have Crystal Pepsi?" And they don't have it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was distracted by. I Gavin. know you were. Gavin just sent me a picture. Just, uh, uh, Gavin just sent you a picture. Of what? What he sent? He sent what me a picture of uh, uh, Owen Pelly. Uh, we're trying to uh, settle Reload. up. Um, <laughs> what are you are you buying Owen Pelly? Are you being imported? Oh no, I wish. Yeah, but trust uh, trying to settle up on a, a date for him to come on the show. But yes, such God, that's fun. You know what's really cool is when you think about it. It's like we watched that one show about them going to find the Owen Pelly Python where that guy had to crawl through a cave, and I'm like, ours was easier. Like you know, it's. <laughs> Well, at least we got to see what the inside of the cave. Goddamn like. right! But <laughs> yeah, like, but, go, but Gavin's yeah. there, and I'm like, huh, I was walking around the botanical gardens with him at night. We weren't supposed to be there. It's like that's yeah, it, yeah, Rebels. it's really cool. God, yeah, it was that was that was a good time. So I, that's I, our this is our rem, this is our what is it? We usually get two reminiscing about Australia an episode. So this is our second one. So we promise we won't mention it again. Oh yeah, that's bullshit, man. I'm I know we can't promise. <laughs> <it. laughs> anyway, I would check out the the podcast of uh, uh, Reptile Gumbo podcast, and they kind of they 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 kind of talked about how they're going to try to do it uh, do it a little different. And as far right. as like, uh, I guess so who's the Eric and who's the Owen? It's all we want to know. Who? Mm. I guess James is the Eric. And Carly is the Owen, I guess. Oh, all right. I think so. Um, okay. Just because I don't even know why. I don't know. It's hard to tell which one is which just from the first uh, from the first episode. But uh, all right, we'll have to we'll have to we'll check back on this later. Yeah, we'll follow up. Yeah. Um, but no, they had Joe on, and uh, they had they had some interesting topics that they were talking about. But basically, I I, I hope I, I get what they were trying to get at as a as. I get it right, but um, mm-hmm. they're basically trying to, uh, I, I guess, like make sure that things that they see on YouTube or social media or anything like that, and then talk about those topics, whether it be, 
you know, you know how like it seems like right of right of now, like caging is like this. That is a thing right now. Dude, yeah, it's like crazy. Um, you know, I mean, I know we had a couple of weeks ago we had a conversation about it. We talked about you know like pushing snake keeping uh, well into the future, but like let's have this fun. Oh what <laughs> what do you use for heating in your room? In the room? Yeah. What are all the different things? Like, do you have racks run by this? You have cages run <laughs> with this? Like, you like you know, let's... I have you radiant, have, radiant, have heat, heat, radiant heat panels. If I have okay. cages, I got radiant heat panels. Okay, you got radiant heat panels. You have heat cable, and you have heat tape, correct? Yes. I prefer the heat cable over the all heat right. tape, but yes. Yeah, I both. And that's what, that's what runs your, all your snake cages. Correct. Okay. I have radiant heat panels, heat cable... Heat tape, and then an experiment. Oh, geez. Yes, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> huh. I, I kind of noticed that the Kribos um, and the Blue Beauty cages were getting—they're getting a little cold, a little bit too cold for my liking, especially for something like a gravid female. So these cages came with light fixtures, light bulb fixtures in them because they were. Andrew's, you know, monitor cages at one point and stuff like that. So um, I put uh, these basket cages that go over the socket for like a bulb. This way a snake can't be like, oh, pretty and like burn itself. Uh-huh. And I got those ceramic bulbs. Like the so, heat, heat emitters or whatever they're called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How are they working? Fantastic. They don't need to get – plus, um, these aren't pythons in there. They're colubrids. So, oh, okay. And all I want them to do is get – all I want to do is keep the cage from getting below this point. Right. And they do a great job. And those animals are right underneath there. They warm up. And then they go do other things. It's fantastic. So there are so many different ways to skin the cat. Like, so many ways. I think <clears> – <throat> if I'm going to be honest, I think where the – this seems to happen a lot just, mm. just on the social media side of it. And I, I hate I hate to just pinpoint it or make it sound like it's older people against younger people, but that's mm. just, just the perception that I have, like younger keepers against older keepers type of deal. Yeah. I think it's I think it's their approach. Um, I agree. I, I think they they gotta stop with the it's almost like it's. It, I mean, in a way, it, man. This is this is always tough to navigate these things because you don't want to say the wrong thing or say it the wrong way. But do it. I think like, um, how can I say this? I think, I think like it's this idea that that they're coming along, and it's it's hard to argue with some of the things. It, it like meaning it's hard to argue with giving a snake more space is a bad thing. Or right. giving them a perch is a bad thing, or right. you know, different places to hide or perch or bask or or whatever. You know, giving them UV is a bad like. It's it's hard to say that it's that it's a bad thing, and I and I think most older keepers would tend to agree. But yeah, I think it's this like shove it down your throat that you're an asshole if you keep any other way but this way type of approach is what turns mm-hmm. that's what turns me off to it if i'm if i'm being honest it's like i listen to like i listen to either you know on youtube or other podcasts or whatever and 
you know, this topic will come up and it's, 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 it, sometimes you get the impression like if you're not doing it this way, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like two different worlds are talking. Like if you're keeping snakes, like I think about the, the earlier days, like when my dad kept snakes and when I kept snakes, right? Mm-hmm. We had all cages. There was no such thing as a rack. And right. you know, when they were talking on the on the uh, the gumbo podcast, you know, it was, they were talking about how up until the ball pythons hit, the, I think it was Joe that was hitting on this, but they were basically saying that like up until the ball pythons hit the scene, most of the stuff was kept in cages. You know, everybody sort right. of had like the you know sort of like what glass you terrariums, what you have yeah. like wooden built you know yeah. cages for bigger snakes and glass terrariums for you know smaller species yeah. and. Um, you know, I, and then all of a sudden, I guess it, it, the more focus became on breeding. So it was like, how many of these can you fit into this type of space? And <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't know. What are your, what is your thoughts on? on that? I mean, I I agree. I mean, it's I have carpets and tubs, and they do well in tubs and things like that. But you know, think about it. At one point, it was you had ten gallon tanks. You had these metal shelves and all this stuff and it's almost like what's what what's better you know i i like my cages main for my own selfish reasons is that i prefer to see them in the cages and i like giving them the space in the room but i also have the carpets in racks and they do fine in racks and i do i have the racks because if i did all cages it would seriously diminish how many snakes i could have so right um yeah it's just one of those things where you just kind of deal um it's uh, like I said, there's, there's different ways to do it. I've seen people have giant collections of carpets and all racks. Like you could literally swap out some of my cages with freedom breeder racks and they're the same dimensions. Like it's, it's whatever, what it's whatever works best for you and whatever you can do. I mean, Matt has fantastic racks and things like that, but he likes cages too. So I mean, I'm yeah, like that's a perfect example, right? You yeah. talk to Matt and um, <clears throat> or you talk to most short tail people like uh, a lot of times they'll swear by the rack thing just because they seem to do better in, in right. the rack. And he, well, it's because of blood and a Borneo. They're they're ambushed. They're underneath leaf litter and they don't move. So, right. The rack really messed them up. But I mean, like, dude, some of those, you know, those large snake boa master or the large uh snake racks and stuff like that those huge tubs that like you could live com- comfortably in like it's, it's that, that, that that's a four foot cage on rollers like it's really that bad i don't think so yeah i mean if you look at the this like you were you were just saying like the the, the footprint of some yeah. of, some of the racks are just the sometimes even bigger than yeah you know. I mean, I would love it if all my if all my cages were like on rollers and could like roll out and then like push back in, be awesome. Right. But you know, it because you know how many times see the point now where I'm actually thinking about when I move out of here uh-huh. to the the fantasy place, um, the uh, the farm, the farm. Uh, I'm, I wanted to build all my cages onto casters and like almost like build framing like wood frame stuff with all the cages to sit on and so that i'm able to move them because i'm telling you right now the worst thing in the world would be if a snake gets loose in my room right now because if it gets behind the cages i have to dismantle the room to get it 
Holy shit. Um, I know it sucks so bad. So if if they were all on casters, like you just wheel it away. Plus, rearranging the room wouldn't take a year and a half. And if there's ever a fire, I could just start pushing things outside. So it's just <laughs> like um, eventually I would like it that way. If everything's up on casters and you can able to wheel it around. I, I kind of like what Ryan did where he kind of built shelves around the cages. Like he got those metal ones with the adjustable shelf height. Yes. And he put the cage on it and then he dropped the shelf right on top of the other, like the, the, the shelf let, is right on where the cage is. So he pretty much framed out his cages on these big metal shelves that he can move around. And they have t- uh, wheels on them and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's whatever works best for you. Racks works best for you. Do racks. Cages work best for you. Do cages. And it really just comes down to it. Will an animal do well in a rack? Yes. Will it do well in a cage? Yes. Will some do better in either or? Yes. And you got to know when to call it. Like those, my retics in the 41s. Yeah. It, they, they're, they're getting there. I mean, it, the, the reason I ended up moving them is because they kept squeezing themselves into these five quart um, hide boxes that I had in there. And the lids would just come flying off because the retic would just get in there, shift, and then the lid would just pop off. And then I would have this retic that's kind of half in, half out of a bin and wrap tying itself up. So I just moved them up into the bigger bins, uh, the bigger cages with the bigger hides because it, they're going to grow. I mean, I'd rather them move now, have a small freakout section, session, and then be okay when we start warming up because they're going to keep eating. Yeah. And they're going to keep growing. And then probably by next year, they're going to be out in six-foot cages. Yeah. It's like how I I moved my retic, my older retic directly from rats to rabbits. Why am I skipping over <laughs> guinea pigs? Why am I skipping over guinea pigs? Because I don't want to sit there and feed her guinea pigs and then have her be like, oh, I like guinea pigs, and then try to offer her a rabbit and her be like, no. Like, I'd rather just, let's just go. So, it's better this rabbit the size of a small dog. <laughs> it's like, it's... Holy shit. <laughs> so screwed. I'm so screwed. And she's the dwarf, too, so she's already going to be, like, 12 feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! So screwed. Oh man. Anyway, um, but yeah, dude, it's like that. So I, I don't know. It, the debate is the debate. You do what you want to do. If you want to have a room full of aquariums and terrariums and tanks, whatever. Well, that's the up. other thing too. I have a couple di- like young diamond pipes yeah. still in uh, glass aquariums, and I know that's like a sacrilege, but um, I I, young, I like no. the idea that, and that's another form of heat that I'm using is a heat lamp. Yeah, because, dude, you you say whatever you want, but they're they love that. You know, yeah. they're they're soaking it above, and you can tell just by their activity that you know that that they're really digging that. But um, if I were um, if I were to do diamonds, I'd do it that way. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, I think I think uh, you know I got you to send me the uh, the, uh, the <clears throat> design for uh, Keith's cages and yep. what you built the other day. Um, I, I really think that's the way I'm going to go. It's just it's, more customized, you know. Yeah. The idea I, I hate that I hate to say bad shit about animal plastics because they have such awesome equipment. But dude, you're talking like Takes six forever. months time. I yeah, can't it, wait six why, months. And you hear that bullshit about somebody saying, "Oh well, order in advance." Get the hell out of here, man. Well, now nah, it's what I do is if you're gonna buy a PVC cage, 
um, go to the show and buy the floor models. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the only way to do it. Now, unfortunately, you're going to have to buy it, wait a couple months, go back and buy another one, wait a couple months, go back and buy another one. Um, it, it's really weird because the last couple PVC cages I bought have all been secondhand from people who were getting out. And yeah. some of them are from the same company that my cages were made from. Um, but, you know, I have the guy who built my cages goes to Hamburg and sets up with a bunch of stuff. So there's, yeah. Also, I know a few of your, uh, your original cages. Yes. Okay. Yeah. My original cages, um, my black ones. Um, but it's just like, yeah, I, I, I ordered a rack and it came in and I, months later and then it's tight and it won't open. And I'm like, screw this. So I will literally only buy racks now. If I, if it's on the floor at a show and I can like open it and poke it and be like, I want this one. Because that's always worked out best for me. Is right. that's what always that's always what I used to do is be like, this thing opens really nice. How much for this one? They're like, well, I got another one in the truck. I'm like, no, no, no. I want this one because I just played with it and it didn't break. He's like, you know, <laughs> give me this. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, dude. I mean, it it, it can be a while, and that's something you got to think about. Um, and, and to be honest, we talked about this. Like, uh, I find that if you if you need something animal related and animal supply related, you can find it really cheap online. It's just going to take a month and a half to get to you. Or it's like like uh, bulbs. Uh, I was looking at the ceramic heat bulbs and stuff like that. Uh-huh. $3 online. Three freaking dollars online. Oh, it's coming from like China or whatever the hell. Um, and it's going to take a month and a half to get to you. But if you go down to Petco, the same freaking bulb is $60. Right. And I'm like, hmm. So there's a, almost like there's a fee for convenience. Um, I, yeah, I could wait a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I could wait a few weeks. I really could. I could but, even wait a month, but not six. Right. But, you know, it, it just kind of comes down to it is that, um, that unfortunately they're they're really good at what they do. And people are definitely ordering a lot of those cages. Um, I know, but they have like these things called quick ship models and that takes just as long so why you can have it's not even ship. a quick ship yeah i know i don't know either but like like i said go to the show if you let's put it this way if you're going to do an entire room of cages and stuff you already know in advance and you're going to talk to the guy and he's going to make your cages special order and that will take a while because they're special order understand that um if you're a smart person, you just go and start buying cages from the same supplier at your local shows, and then you tell them, hey, how about next time you bring, like, three or four for me? Right. And and then you do that, and then you slowly build up your room. Or you go and do what I did, and you just buy the floor models. I mean, people at Tinley used to just, like, I, I don't think I ever saw Freedom Breeder, like, break down their setup. I think they would just, like, be, like, well, what didn't sell? Uh, this one. Okay, cool. Wheel it out to the truck, I guess. Right. Like, it's like that. So understand that's what you're getting at, you know, and and buy what you see in front of you. Don't sit there and be like, I ordered it. It'll be here soon. Because, I mean, I had a friend who bought, was it, Boafile. He bought a cage off a of Boafile for uh-huh. his berm. Right. By the time it got there, the berm could have used the cage as a hide box, maybe. Like. Yeah, that's. Uh... You know, that's and if you look at, um, you know, like vision cages is a popular yeah. one. Um, I love vision racks. I think they're great. And um, 
But Dude, uh, they're so expensive now. They, they changed are. that company and they moved over to Cage by Design, and like you know, they yeah. were always astronomical prices. And Cage by Design suck because they get wet, and then the stuff because it's all particle board. The back is right. like. It, it, it's sawdust crammed into a sponge, and then they painted it look like leaves. Like, if that gets wet, which I hate to break it to you, if you give an animal water, it's going to throw it shit. Like, all, it, it, it puffs up, and then it can't close properly. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. The, the same rack. Like, so I use um, a couple different. Uh, so, like, you look on Vision and the V18 rack, and granted, it holds... 72 babies, right? Which is yeah. like six clutches of carpet pythons about. <laughs> but the whole... Com- <laughs> yeah. For you, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like- the whole complete package is 1500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, if you go, like, with a 15-quart tub, and this isn't even including the tubs, just the plastic rack itself, and you're, it, you're looking at it holds 20 yeah. uh, juveniles, it's 600 bucks. And then for like a, a, a um, it would be I guess what do they call it V seventy? Um, mm. <clears throat> basically for a thirteen level V seventy, you're looking at, I think it's like a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, but ah oh man, that's whew. And then if you even want to, if you like to me, adult carpets would do really well in the uh, the boa tubs, the V one eighties. Yeah, and there's an eight level rack, which is great, but it's two grand for eight yeah, levels. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm out of touch with, like, to me, I, I don't know, man. That seems really, really pricey. You know, but it it, it does, and it's one of those things where you kind of gotta. I mean, what was something we said years ago where we spent a shit ton of money on the animal and then try to throw it in a. a in a, in a yeah, yeah, sweater yeah. box we got on uh, at, at Walmart underneath our bed with duct tape. It's like, no, like every once in a while you got to splurge and get the, get the cages. Plus guys, I mean, go on Craigslist and go on some of the, like the Facebook marketplace up. There are always people selling racks and cages. Yeah. Always people buy, you know what you, you throw a rock, you'll hit somebody trying to sell a five level 32 cord. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's, it's uh, that's just the way it is. Where you know, if you if you pay attention enough, you can get racks that just pop up. Like I have right now, I have a thirty-two quart and a forty-one quart, uh, both five levels. That I'm like, I don't know what to do with. They don't fit in the room. So they're just in the garage. <laughs> like I, along with one uh, with the uh, one of the, my big st- baby rack, uh, one of my forty-level uh, baby racks because I don't have any room for it in the room. Right. So it's. I'm not going to get rid of them because, you know, I want to expand later. But um, <laughs> it, it's just something where you keep your eye peeled. You know, there will be things that shows. There will be stuff online. You know, there will be cages. Um, I went to the last Hamburg, um, not this past one, the one before. Uh-huh. But as I'm, I'm as I'm walking in, uh, Justin, the guy who helped uh, Jamie out a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's walking in with these really cool two-foot uh, cages, like they're not quite threes; they're just two foot, but the same height. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "How much do you want for these things?" And he's like, hundred bucks each." I'm like, "Cool!" And I bought two of them. Nice. Yeah, and they were the same manufacturer as all my other cages. 
Oh. So I'm like, yeah, oh. my, uh, rep, my OCD kicks in a little bit and I want them all like even now in my room and I see like, you know, I have like uh, have sea three. serpents and yeah. animal plastic racks and vision racks and it kind of like better. Ah. It's better. It's better when they're all black. I have three white racks. Okay. I know I have three wet racks because I see them right. all the time. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, it's all you. you. It's like, mm. so, but the problem is that they all work really, really well. So it, you can do this stuff. I mean, it's, it's not that hard. Yeah. To be honest, it's like if I sat down and really figured out how many times I was just given freaking cages or racks or animals. It was just like, why did I spend money on jungles ever? It's like, <laughs> right. It, it just that that just happens. And if you stick in long enough, you make those connections and you find the people. Like, you'll find someone who builds good cages. Um, you'll find somebody like Keith who can help you design cages. Right. And you know, always. And again, with the whole when when Keith and I were talking about the cages, he didn't tell me how to do it. He told me what worked for him, and he showed me his designs. And then I made them my own because if you notice, my cages are a bit bigger than Keith's. They're a little bit taller. Yes. Um, also, mine have the different ventilations in the back. Right. And I have sliding glass sliding doors. He has drop-down doors. Right. Yep. Yeah. And um, I, I'm actually putting a shelf in. Uh, I, I designed it. I just I can't get off my lazy ass to spend the money on more wood and time to put uh, shelves in. But I wanted to have... Uh, one side above the water bowl have shelves this way my team wars can be up high and attack me um from over my head and come screaming at my face so <laughs> that is one thing i noticed about team wars um it seems that uh you know um the more uh the if if given the opportunity they will perch yeah oh yeah um I don't, and I want to give them that opportunity because I, mine are pretty big, but um, and I and I want to make it so that they can get up, have the visual, visualization of getting up higher, but then also have a secure place to go up. So I'm thinking a big ledge, wood. I treat the hell out of it, and I just bolt it into the sides, and then this way, if they go up there, they're secure, and also I can anchor like a tree limb that kind of hangs down. This way they can climb, use the tree limb to kind of climb up to that perch. Okay. And they're up a little bit higher. It's on the opposite end of the cage as the heat panel. Uh So they're kind of up on its level, but they're not up and touching it. And, uh, yeah, I like the idea. So I'm just going to get doing it, and uh, we'll go from there. So. Yeah, I think uh, I'm think uh, after seeing uh, those tubs that Keith had that are that have some height on it that he got at the yeah. container store that for the babies that he had the tree bows in. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do carpets in, and I'm gonna. That's the other thing is that if you really wanted to just put lids on tubs, just build wood. You just gotta build bookshelves at that point. That just. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, that's I've always kind of done that with babies. I've just sucked at the whole, like, I've tried to do the whole build a rack where you don't need the lid, and it doesn't come out right, ever. Like, it's not lined up, it's not correct. You know what I always used as a spacer is um, uh, CD. Yes, it's called a compact disc. I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) It used to have music on it. (laughs) You know, know, when I went to elementary school, we had to have a case of, a box of floppy disks. 
Oh shit! Those those children who don't know what I'm talking about, the little save icon in most of your programs, that's what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Anyway. Nope. <laughs> uh, we digress. Yep. Uh, so so yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to be my uh, my approach, but. And and then I can custom build it to however I want. You can. It's just the time, you know, that it takes well, to do it. That's all. That's really exactly. And that's the thing right now is I, I did um, I did the stack of six, and then I have two stacks of two, and then on the one wall the stack of two is not quite all the way up to like I have a little bump out I guess for ventilations or ceilings in that uh, in my bar area. Okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, huh, I could build another one. It'd be six feet long. Wouldn't be as tall. What would I put in there? What couldn't I put in there? <laughs> I could put lots of things in there. It would be less wood because it wouldn't be as tall. True. Mm. Mm. It's like that's, yeah. So I'm, and I have, I, I built another cage at a black BBC and it turned out not so good. So I have the glass from that cage. So I'm just like, oh, but just the opening would be smaller. That's not too bad. A lot more hiding space for the animals. Right. They would know where the door is. Hmm. I was like, yeah, it's like I need to I need to stop thinking about things right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So right when you think you're done, yeah, <laughs> it never ends. Never ends. I'm hoping uh, one point it, it does, because uh, here's a here's a here's a question. Um, yep. Coding your babies. How do you do it? Coding? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you give them a do you give them oh. a code number? I give them a code. I give them a code. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's their parents' initials and then the year they were born, male, female, and then the number that I, so that I pulled them out. So, yeah. So here's, here's another question. Do you like keep a running data of that, those animals so that if somebody like say somebody 10 years from now says that they got a carpet from so-and-so and they said you produced it, would you be able to tell if they gave that number? Would you be Let's able to put say? It, if some, I have, I have folders full of, uh, I had, I used to have everything all the way back to my first breeding in 2010. Right. Um, I do not anymore. I have pretty far back, but all the way. And it's just pictures of, I, I, I do do these photo shoots, like just take pictures of all the babies that I have for sale. Uh-huh. And then it would have the year and the month that I took them at. And, um, every once in a while you get contacted by somebody who says that they have this animal how old is it? And you go back. It's really easy with coastals because they have the same head patterns and stuff like that. Right. Um, if somebody comes up to me and they're like, I bought a bread lie. I'm like, congratulations. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it looks looks like a bread lie. Right. It's like I can't do that one. But um, there have been a few where people have come up and asked me if this was one of mine. And I'm like, yes. Or I've been like, no. Like, and that's and that happens. Um, uh, I'm able to keep somewhat of a tally. I'm not really that anal retentive about it. Um, I kind of wish I had files on every single clutch I ever produced because every once in a while I try to think about just how many carpets I've made at this point uh-huh. and all the other stuff. And also some of my highlights, like every once in a while you go through one of the old folders of like 2015 clutch. And you're like, Ooh, that one was good. Right. Why did I let that one go? Like it's that one or, you kind of see like that one animal that you kind of have here and you're like, that's what they used to look like. Oh, that's why they're still here. <laughs> God, God, I hope they make babies that look like that and not, not what they are now. Right. It's like, it, yeah, it's, um, it's helpful. Um, 
you know, it, the other part of it is that people are still always going to try to say that your stuff is that their stuff is from you. Like, I mean, I, I can, I don't know how many times people have been like, I bought this animal from so-and-so who said he got it from you. I'm like, cool. What's the baby number? They don't know. I'm like, cool. What year was it born this year? I didn't produce those that year. Oh, he meant this year. Didn't produce them that year either, dude. It's like, you know, I, I, I can't, you, you've now answered more questions wrong than you've answered. Correct. Right. I can't, I can't throw my name at that. Now, it, could it have been one of mine? Yeah, it really could have. But I can't without a doubt say it is. And, you know, if I can't without a doubt say it is, I'm not going to let you say that it was from me. If you wanted it from me that badly, you should just call me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's I've had it a couple times where people said that uh, I'm trying to think uh, there was one that was like a caramel albino zebra or something like that and i was like jesus i've never produced a caramel albino zebra so i don't know i would not do that yeah that's not for me (laughs) you know yeah Um, i think you've made it in reptiles when people start lying and saying this shit is from you so dude i'll tell you what i felt real Mm. good this weekend right yeah and i'll tell you why so you know how I'm like I'm like the hoarder of uh, carpet python information and try to you are. keep uh, you know these uh, relentless files of you know what people are keeping and you know for years since probably like 2008 uh, <laughs> doing this maybe even less, earlier than that but anyway yeah uh, Nick hit me up right <clears throat> and he's asking me about an IJ. Or uh-huh. one, whatever, right? And he's like, uh, hey, Eric, I, I picked this per- this up from from a certain person, and uh, uh, I was wondering if you knew what it was. Well, as soon as I looked at the that, as soon as I saw the animal, mm-hmm. I just it, I don't know if you saw it. He posted it up on Pick of the Week, but it was like a really really dark um, IJ next to a really really light IJ. Right, right. And right. it just it's saw that, their yeah. body, right? Yeah. Okay, so when I saw that body, I was like, oh, that's definitely a GQ animal. No doubt, 100%. That is probably from K2 Eddie, right? So uh, Nick hits me up, and he's, he says, hey, do you got any information on this? He told me who he got it from, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, said, mm-hmm. I actually have a male from that clutch breeding this year, too. Um, so, uh, so he's like, oh, okay, cool. And I said, it's from K2 Eddie, right? And he's like... Mm, no, I think it's Patch Kafka Clutch. And I was like, oh, uh, that, uh. Looks, that looks weird. So I sent him the information on that, and then he must have hit up who, who he got it from. And they said, no, it was K2 Eddie. And I was like, I knew it. I, knew, <laughs> I told you. And then I was able to help him complete his lineage chart. Nice. Because he didn't have any of that information. And I was like, I can't believe this. I, like, I'm the like, student, the student I, has become the master. I'm like the IJ guy now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. you know, if if Nick Mutton has hit me up about information on lineage from IJs, I'm like, okay, all right, all right, this is pretty cool. I I can dig it. Yeah, it would be like Nick calling you and asking you about lineage on a coastal carpet. That would know? never happen. <laughs> You know Never I mean? happened. Hey, Owen, I, Owen, what was this breeding to this breeding? I don't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
Huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it would not go well. That was cool. So, anyway, it's going to be an amazing now, he, watch. He, he so. goes he goes to you for information. He comes to me when he can't find a male of a certain species <laughs> that he somehow be. needs to, to breed a breeding size and breeding age. Right. Yeah. We're here to service. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. My dream cool species he produces with my males. Anyway, I'm sorry. What? So here's a crazy question. Out of yep. all the carpets that you've produced over all yes. the years... Yes. Do you have a favorite? Of course I do. Let me guess. Is it yeah, Echo? It was. I knew oh, it. <laughs> God, I loved him. <sighs> yeah, that was because cool. the old dude Echo. Echo was like he was the, some of the first breedings I did. I raised his parents from hatchlings. Like Echo was breeding breeding snakes for me was personified in Echo because he was the tiger jag. That I always wanted. Yes. He, I made him, I saw him hatch. And also he's hilarious is that his egg was, had a weak shell. So it was like almost see-through. So you could pretty much almost see him kind of develop. Uh-huh. And I remember he slipped the egg and I'm looking at him and I saw him move and I saw the, like the, the lack of pattern and stuff like that on him. And I'm like, holy shit, he's gorgeous. And then I dropped the egg. <laughs> like I, oh, dro- shit. I dropped it. Like. On the floor, and I'm like, and he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I was just like, oh, my God. It's like, yeah, no, he was fine, but it was like, but yeah, Echo was up there. um, And he was just so cool with that kind of stuff. And also watching him breed and get kids out of him. I mean, Soundwave is is really cool just because he's he's not, he doesn't have the same kind of color that Echo had, Uh but he's brighter. And it really plays off of it. And then uh, I kind of want to see what Soundwave can do with the other ones. And then I have uh, Echo's sister, which I produced this last year. Uh-huh. She looks just like him. So, like, she hatched. And I'm like, nope, mine. <laughs> this is, uh-uh. Get away. No, this one's mine. Right. Everybody else can see these. Right. This one's mine. And to have that, um, being that, like, Echo was born in 2000. 10, 2011. He was born in 2011. Right. So 2011 and 2019. Okay. And all the clutches that Trinity and Talon have produced in between with each other, with other uh, carpets, and to get this two animals that like are that far apart that semi look similar is really cool. And opposite sex, like done. I'm I'm happy as a clam with that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, definitely Echo for me. That's cool. Yeah. Short. Uh, the short list after that would be the caramel stuff like uh, uh, Eros um, and then all the other various caramel craziness. So, yep. Yeah. I, I guess I don't even know. I, I'm, I'm sort of torn between uh, like the citrus tiger had albino stuff that I produced. I'm also right. pretty excited about the. Uh, that crazy granite thing that I produced, I think that's going to be a that's really cool. crazy snake when it's an adult. But, like, some of these uh, tiger pop ones, um, and there's one poison ivy baby that probably, I would say, is probably my favorite. Super dark, red, so like, was, orange. Wait for you to drop a poison ivy baby on me. It's like, you know, I figured that would be your number one. It probably that, is, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um but uh, you know how I love the Citrus Tiger Project too, so it's kind of dude. I they were curled up today. My Citrus, my Citrus Tiger had albino and my albino. No shit. Like 
I don't know what's going on there. Wow. You know, yeah. Mine ain't doing shit. Although I have mine oh. going, my mail is going to a caramel head albino. You, I, I, you've taken me out of it. I don't even want to talk to <laughs> <laughs> And she is huge. And this snake is so small. The male. It's so teeny. It's like, so you know, small. It's, Oh God! And I and I sent that I sent the Mac to Nick, and I'm like, he's thin, he's small, dude. He's gonna be so pissed off. Nick's like, oh my God, he's so much bigger than my male. I'm like, all right, well, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yet another snake I I broke. (laughs) God damn it! Why why do I keep doing this? Yeah. Uh, Nick's like, he's perfect. I'm like, okay, good. Oh, but he's cool. like, but he's like, he's so much bigger than my male, and I'm like, God damn it! How small are these things? How yeah. small are pythons? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. yeah, I keep the males tiny, man. But uh, I've I've started to do that really realistically, and you know, people are like, I think people came up to me and asked me about some of my last year's babies. I'm like, they're on adult um, retired breeder frozen thawed mice. They're like, not rats. I'm like, no, <laughs> like. <laughs> If you purchase it, you may feed it rats, and it will eat the rats. But, you know, they're doing fine on mice, and I'm not keen on bulking them up too quick. So I must admit that's something that turns me off to selling snakes, man, because I do my thing a certain way. And, like, when people see my snakes have a tendency to be a lot smaller, you know, than, like, other people. I don't know who you're talking about, but go on. No, no, no. Just like your typical whoever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You pick whoever. You know. Well, dude, like when I first started, my whole thing was I'm going to try to feed the snake as big as I can get it, and I'm going to feed them rats. Like I'm going to try to get them on the rats as soon as possible because then people people back then were always freaking out about is my animal going to be stuck on mice? Right. And I would try to get them on the rats as soon as possible. Right. And you know, mine would be so much bigger than Jason's and other other people's, but you burn through money that way. Like right. it's expensive. Who is that? Oh. It's not. No, pay, no, oh. no. Don't look at the pictures. Damn it! We're doing heard, a show. I heard a buzz. How God damn like it, Graham! Uh, just Graham. You know, ruining the show. Damn it! Midstream. <laughs> I blame um, you. Yeah, I. Uh, the reason that I brought it up is because uh, Nick had posted up a uh, picture of his ivory zebra. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. Picking that was. Well, that's just like, again, I think a lot of times we have like our project, our favorites are animals in projects that we've been working really hard at for the longest time. Right. I mean, Nick has been trying to breed ivory and white zebras for forever. Sure. Like ivory, black zebras. Like he's just been trying to do that for forever. And it's been a slow, slow project, but he's finally getting to that point now. I mean, eventually you'll get all the poison ivy stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And it, it's I think I think uh, I think that selective breeding thing is uh, is definitely uh, yeah. it, way more rewarding, I guess, in a way. Um, it is because you know it's something that you produce. Mm. You know, it's it it can't be it can't be copied like uh, like a morph, if you will. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can just go breed this. Um, I think that's a lot of times. Like I still think that that's an issue with a lot of people. Is like they'll just basically they go and they breed uh, whatever to whatever, 
And like, they're just trying to, I know at some point you kind of have to do that. Like if you want to, you know, we were talking about it with Jason last week, like when they first produced zebras, obviously you mm -hmm. try to get it to go to a nice, as nice of a jungle as you possibly could. And that turned around relatively fast considering that how shitty the original zebras really kind of looked. But, um, and now you got it going the opposite direction where you're taking the yellow out and putting white in and it's, you know, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I think, it's, I think with carpets, it has a tendency to, because they're so variable, I think yeah. it just makes those projects that much more fun. And like, you know, think of Matt with his, uh, extreme marbles, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah you can't really reproduce that. Like he can, <laughs> Or no, he's even but, having a hard time reproducing it, right? I mean, exactly. But right. here's the thing: is that you, you know, it with carbon being so variable, I think you have the openings where you can go to all these different projects. It, you know, back in the day, if I had taken, if I had the space or the mind or you know whatever, there were several animals in clutches that I should have grabbed, held onto, and started a branch project on. Right. I got rid of them because they didn't fit into the projects that I had then at the time. And I was kind of like pigeonholed and stuff like that, where if I had been thinking about it, you buy it and then you build the project or you breed it and you build the project around it. You, right. you have the animal and then you slowly build the project the way you want it to be. Like I have these, I have these reds now. Right. And I have not dabbled in reds since the red tigers and the red tigers we already established when we were talking with Jason, they weren't MBB line red stuff. Right. Now, these you're, things now are. you're doing MBB. Now I'm doing that. And I got two MBB red animals, and I'm sitting here on my haunches because I know the people who I'm going to go to to talk to about reds. Right. One's you. Right. Um, oh, my God. He just slipped my mind. Why do I can't? You know who I'm talking about, though. Um, Eric? Yeah. The other Eric? Yeah. Eric other Eric. Hernandez? Yes. Yes. Because he's got some killer shit. Oh, shit. That he has refined. Did you see and what he, he has, posted up on I, the week? It was... Did Gorgeous. Your, did your mind go, what the fuck? <laughs> Are we talking about that jag? Yeah, man. Holy shit. That thing was beautiful. Yes. And that's what you can do with refinement. He's a clutch of eggs already on the ground. Yes. From what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I've had females lay in March. It, it's weird when it happens. But, you know, more power to that guy. I mean, he just stuck with it. And he's got some of the best reds out there. So... If I'm going to build a red project, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to get – I'm going to go talk to Balin, and I'm just going to see whatever, whatever I got out there. I mean I have a male and a female red right now, right. but they're siblings. I would like to get a male and a female reds that are not siblings, potentially a jag and potentially not a jag. Right. And then this way I can play mix and match okay. kind of deal. So, yeah. Yeah, his his red seemed to have more uh, orange, I guess. If you yeah, know. like they have an orange wash to them that make them look just. You know what that reminds me of? Remember in the early days, like the red hypo jag. You know that that's whole, what Talon was. Talon was a red hypo jag. That whole thing. He's not. He's not red nor hypo. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's. But that's what they were called. Yeah, and that's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, dude, baby jag colors, when you look at them when they hatch out, those aren't the colors you're going to get. Like, that's... No. Those are baby colors. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the, like, the ones that he posted up on Pick of the Week, especially the normal, yeah. if you look at the, the saddle, 
you know, the portals or whatever you want to call them. Like they have orange in the portals and it's just like, holy shit, man, that thing is smoking hot. Yeah. I, I, I love snakes with that don't have a heavy, heavy pattern, but have a ton of really nice colors in a good looking pattern. Yeah. Like if the pattern is, is like dissolves a little bit or bleeds a little bit further down the body, that's cool to me. Right. But I want to see the colors. Like I want to see the rosettes and all that kind of stuff. Like it's really cool with that kind of stuff. That's why I like single solid colored animals. I'm like, it's kind of cool. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my olives and stuff like that, but <laughs> the green snake, <laughs> it's like, right, that's why, right. why I never got chondros. Cause now you're getting, you've spent all this money on a red baby and you can either roll the dice and this thing can come out looking like fruity pebbles exploded all over your like, gorgeous insane colors blue animals black also like or green now it's a beautiful snake is green but i want this one <laughs> like it, right 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 yeah 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 i know to me when it comes to chondros i think the best ones are the yellow yellows and then the yellows green, adults yeah. i mean like a yellow you adult keep with some that yellow scales. baby color holy yeah. shit yeah like, God damn. Like that's the thing is like do February's you remember, picture in the calendar. Yeah. That's like do you do you remember like Canary Island Condros? Is that what they were called? Canary Condros. Like Canary Condros. They're all yellow. I, no, don't know. I want actually, contrast. Give me give me some green scales in there. Give me some white scales. Give me something. Well, like, actually, you know. I think they turn green more often than they stay yellow. Doesn't that suck? It's yeah. like that. Mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things where and what? even even that locality, I think only Chuck Vogel works with them. I, there might be other people floating around that work with them. Yeah, I but think, think how mad you would be. Like you know, we get mad when ring pythons go from bright orange to subtle orange. Like, and you're and you're not pissed off when your bright yellow chondro baby turns into whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Unless it's like confetti. I mean, oh, I, I give you that. Uh, yeah. Joe Black or uh, what's the other? What's uh, sickness. the sickness or? Yeah. The uh, the cure. No, what is what is bodies called? The uh, uh, I thought his was the no. I thought it was the cure. Wait, no, it's it's like uh, the cure, but a different name. Shit. Vac- the vaccine. I don't know. Something it was like some, that. Yeah, yeah. He's got. Oh, and uh, I got. Remember it, when we? Did, uh, Bill get plague too? Yes. Yeah. Remember when we had Justin Smith on and we were talking about? Um, I did. We were talking about chondros and we were talking about the big breeder. And I was drawing a total blank, and I kept saying the uh, the bean farm. Yeah. Yeah, it's was... called the farm. <laughs> the barn. I mean, the barn. The you barn. You messed it up already again. Okay. Yeah, I did. The, the barn. barn. Yes. That's the it's... place in Maryland that... Is uh, it an actual barn? No, it's like, that's what they call it. I don't that's know. It's like, weird. They, they're like, a, I think they might be the biggest producers of chondros in the States. They produce a lot of chondros. Keep, keep them in milk crates like they do in Indo. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> I would not think so either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no on that. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, agree to agree to disagree. That's not that's not how that works. It's all right. Yeah. The uh, yeah the ivory zebra is a pretty cool. Uh, it is pretty nice. cool project. And, uh, well, and that's just you know again what, refinement. I'm gonna throw it's, it out there. Yep. What do you think that the patternless super ivory zebra is going to look like a snake do you think it's going to have that white color do you think it's going to be a wash Uh, do you think it's going to be like a dirty white snake 
I think it's going to be a dirty white snake. It's going to be an off-white snake, which I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, how many times have we seen, like, ivory retics? They're cool looking. Sure. Yeah. I think maybe you'll go with that way. I don't think you're going to get it in the first generation. Of course, I've been proven wrong with that all the goddamn time. Right. Like, it's like I'm like, I don't think it's going to take multiple generations. You're like, I did it. I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> First um, time, fucking Jesus! Yeah, I don't know. Not if even, you, they're not even striped animals, Owen. I don't know how you do this. Yeah, I so. don't even know if you had seen the. Uh, there was a post from uh, Striking Pythons, mm. and uh, he posted up a, a super, and it had to probably be the best super that I've seen to date. That thing was screaming yellow. And yeah, they used the German bloodline jungles to to, to kind of like i guess up that yellow but right well i mean and it almost seems like people are like kind of letting supers go by the wayside like yeah it's kind of like you, the same in uh short tails yeah it's like they're not you're not people are just kind of doing it people are just getting zebras or they're off doing other shit nobody's really kind of trying to refine and make a really good looking super zebra yeah remember which is it? weird because that was all the rage yeah people in the early days up, Bright fucking yellow, all patternless animal. I think the tails did it. I think the tails this, did it. Yeah. I think the second you have something that could be potentially a little bit harder or devalue the animal in some way, people bailed. Yeah. Do you see more of a more of a surge towards uh, people wanting to keep morph carpets, or do you see more of a surge towards them wanting to keep the subspecies uh, carpets? <laughs> I see both. I see people have their morph projects, but then every once in a while, somebody's like, they really are appealed to one certain locality. And it's never, it's never any of the other coastal ones. It's like, <laughs> man, I really want some gelatins. Cool. I'm like, I really want some Rockhamptons. So like, that looks like a normal coastal. I'm like, it is <laughs> like it. No, you're, you're not wrong. Right. It's like everybody plays favorites with that. But, um, I don't know. Some people have projects, but I don't really see too many of the, I mean, like, dude, it used to be a freaking madhouse with people had projects, this and projects that I'm saying that, and we're talking with Jason and he's doing like hypo freaking tiger projects now and stuff like that. So, right. Um, it's getting there, but I think less people are doing the, I'm going to invest 10, $20,000 in breeding animals. I don't and they're think just that exists anymore, does it? They have to. I mean, think about it. Um, what was it? Uh, you could probably get a trio of hypos for about fifteen, right? I think a hypo tiger maybe is four or five grand at this point. Yeah, but like you know, you got to get the say you got a hypo tiger male five grand, and then you got a hypo tiger female, it's four grand. Let's say you picked up something else hypo, and that's probably a couple grand too. You, that's how that shit adds up. Um, you don't have to tell me, man. <laughs> I do know that. You're the only person on this planet I don't have to tell that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like I've never gone. I mean, I, I've never gone above three or four when I was talking to Nick, and it was usually multiple animals. Um, but I, it, it's just not there. I mean, it's I think people are getting more and more excited about other non-morph species, you know, People are starting to dabble in the, I really wanted to keep Womas. Do it. 
people started to do this. People started to do that. I was talking to, uh, to a friend of mine. Um, his name is Brian. Um, he and I went to college together, and he did ball pythons. Right. And, you know, I had these carvers. He's like, you get these ugly brown snakes. And I'm like, you got these stupid things that hide their heads underneath their coils. Like, it was, yeah, it was back and right. forth. Um, he's getting into some really cool shit because – he says partially because he listens to us, and I, I apologize profusely for that. But he's talking about he's talking about doing viper boas. He's talking about doing uh, kukri snakes and all this other kind of cool stuff because it's it's different, and I love that because I kind of feel like herpticulture is going that way right. where I'm going to work with this. Why? Because it's fucking different. It's not the same. I think the major complaint you hear about at snake shows is that every single table is the goddamn same. So, yeah. Why not? What about you? What do you think? I think you're plugged in more with morphs and everything else than I am. Plus, people talk to you. Nobody likes me. You're gonna be <laughs> not true. You're gonna be a guest on that uh, gumbo whatever reptile podcast eight times before they ever ask me. So yeah. <laughs> no, they need to they, they need to get us as a duo on there. Oh, yeah. uh, we have to destroy them together. You're right. Yes, it's yes. only together. Yeah. Anyway. I'm still waiting to hear you on uh, the Reptile and Chill podcast. They're too to afraid. They're, everyone's too scared to bring me out. I solo. think they are, man. <laughs> I, I think they are. They're afraid to contain the McIntyre, man. They they can't control it. It's uncontrollable. It is. If, I know. If you don't know how to push the buttons, it could get That's, out of line really fast. <laughs> they, just have to have, they just have to have you on speed dial. It's, you know. Eric, Tell me to calm him down. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mate. We it's really well, misjudged well, this one. Yeah. <laughs> it went much smoother when we had you on. I don't know it's what happened. It's horrible. Yeah, it's whatever. But um, um, I don't know, man. I, I see. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think that. Uh, I don't. I, I, I kind of feel that the, the morphs are like. People are sort of picking a project and yeah. kind of going with that project, as opposed to in the past where you know it seemed like everybody was trying to work with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like if somebody's into tigers, then they get a nice tiger project going. If they like caramels, they got a good caramel one. Hypo, what you know, whatever the case would be, you know, they're, they're kind of dabble in that. I think you know, I just did that. Uh, we were talking about it before we go, but I mean, before we started, but. Um, I just did the third episode. I put it up um, mm. of Carpet Cliff Notes. And on that, I talked about uh, basically, you know, tips for buying a carpet python. And, you know, that f- fucking annoying question that you always get, like, what is my carpet python? What is it? I don't know. I just bought it from some random dude, uh, like, in the Walmart parking lot. It's right. like, it's. Do you think it's pure? And there's always one guy that's like, I see coastal. It's like, you asshole. <laughs> like, it just, no, yeah. you have no idea. And, you know, and it's like, you know, something else I'm just thinking about is that back when we were kind of doing this and coming up, it was the certain people had the morphs and you kind of had to wait. And then you would eventually, they would get into your price range. But it seems like a lot of people now have a lot of really good animals that like, and they have it in their projects when it used to just be those animals would be contained and owned by maybe the select few people. Like I'm thinking about how Pedro had this really good looking diamond female and no male. It's like, I think more projects are kind of like that where people have one really, really killer piece of a project 
and then maybe somebody else is a really killer piece of the project then it's going to take a couple of years for you know swapping of babies or i buy this and raise it up and now i have the killer pair like it's it seems like there's a lot more of that going on so right i kind yeah. of uh as i was going through um just the, that topic in general um, mm. i thought it i would have to do a little back history about talk about the the three categories that carpet python people breeders keepers fall into one you got the purist which yep. basically they're just about the lineage and they try to they can track it back 10 20 years they don't cross subspecies and you know that's kind of of how that goes and then you have people that are crossers that basically you know they're just trying to make a pretty snake they're not really Mon- concerned monsters with, you know yeah. uh you know, I think this is where the morphs come into play. They typically are driven by what the snakes look and whether it's pure or not. And then I sort of go into this whole thing about pure yeah. carpets. And, you know, I, I don't know. Let, let me hear your take on when, oh, when I say the word pure, like what does that mean to you? Do you think that, that, that it can be <sighs> pure? The problem is, is that when was the last time we had an injection of pure blood into the U.S. herpticulture and Australian pythons? 90? 92? No. When the hypo came. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> oh, I mean, there's that. I mean, like. That's pure bug. The, the base, the base projects, not not, not more. Yeah, but projects. if you breed a morph, if you breed that unrelated hypo, right. you're going to You're right, an unrelated hypo. But, but how many. Okay, so if I take that hypo uh-huh. and breed it to a jag coastal, right? I you don't know what's in that jag. Yeah, unless you can track it back. Yeah, but even then, but even you then, go, you're taking somebody's word for it eventually. And well, it's yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. I think it does. I think what you can say, what in my opinion, what pure. And I'm doing little air quotes you can't see because this is an audio right. uh, media. Um, is uh, the um, um, is that it, it, what pure means in U.S. herpticulture is that to the best of my knowledge, <laughs> it is not a mixed animal, but it totally could be because after a certain point you lose track of it, or you know, it, it's one of those things. Now, certain animals take that shit real serious, like diamonds and certain lines of jungle and even certainly like certain lines of coastal and stuff like that. So if purity is your thing, know what lines to work for. But um, I, you know, I, like I'll breed my coastals together and people are like, is it pure coastal? And I'm like, to the best of my knowledge, yeah, like that. I, I can go back a couple of generations, but after that, I lose um, one on one side, one on the other side, and then I'm gone at that point. So right, right. that happens. And you know what? If 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 you want purity that you can 100% for sure know is purity, you're not talking to me. <laughs> like you know, you're not you you're you're already out there finding that guy. If you're the kind of guy who absolutely has to have pure, it comes with a binder. And I know it's like the geological location of its great great grand grandparents. Like, you're you're not talking to me on King Snake, so yeah. But even then, at some point, you're yeah, you're you're it's, taking somebody's word for it, basically. You're right, and um, and you know, like I would say that certain things are a little bit better. But then now you run into the problem of um, Brisbane's are really cool. Brisbane's are really awesome. Some of my favorite locality carpet python. What the fuck are we going to do with them in a couple of years? 
because they come from what two animals that were in Paul's collection. Yeah, but I think there's two bloodlines of Brisbane's. Oh, thank God! I didn't know that. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's like eventually you're going to run into some problems with that kind of crap. I'm, ha- I'm haunted Possibly. by Ilis. I'm haunted by Ilis IJs like constantly. Everything I do, yeah, I is know. Don't make it to the Ilis IJs. So yeah. I think I think though that I I don't know if you'll see that. Uh, I don't know if you'll see that in localities at least not for a while. Yeah, but also, why are we hitting our heads against the wall here? It's like, okay, we have to keep the Brisbane locality carpet python coastals as the Brisbane locality coastals. But, I mean, does a coastal carpet python go, like, through the jungle and goes, oh, can't go any further. This is Brisbane now. Like, I can't. (laughs) I imagine it would just keep going and then end up in Brisbane. What well, was interesting, I heard, I can't remember where I heard this. Maybe, I know it was Scott. I don't know what podcast he was talking about, talking about it on, but basically he was talking about how um, I never really, I did think about it this way, but not with the way that he worded it. But basically, like, when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you're looking at carpet pythons, whether it's coastal or jungle, and you know how, like, you know, you'll, you'll be in coastal carpet territory, what is, you know, quote, unquote, that range for them but then all of a sudden you get see this animal that kind of looks like a jungle right all intents and purposes and i think after being in australia you know how like we would be think about like think about how dry it was when we were driving on that bumpy road Remember that yes. bumpy road and how I do. dry it was and how like my molars was, remember that yes yeah. and it was uh it was so hot and we're climbing that mountain and later that day, we're in a rainforest that's filled with uh, flying foxes. And yeah. Remember? We were walking through yeah. there where the people were swimming in that. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> we went up to the top of the mountain and looked over. Right. So more or less, the jungle carpet is just this high contrast coastal carpet that's just adapted to be in that environment and their phenotype protects them from after becoming being, prey after being in both places the jungle carpet is the smarter carpet he lives in the lagoon where the nice you know water <laughs> the yeah. coastal's like i'm out here yeah. in the dirt it's like you moron. dry savannah and stuff like <laughs> just go but over there it makes total sense it you does know? and it kind of explains like why and i guess you really wouldn't understand that unless you were either a live in australia or b have visited australia so, like, to be in an environment where it's, like, you know, what you think of when you think of, like, the, the deserts of Australia. Mm. And then all of a sudden within, you know, I don't know, what was it, an hour ride? Now we're in yeah. the, we're in the jungle again. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. But it's, like, again, it's, like, the animal's not going to stop being the animal. And nor will, like, like I, they're not going to, they're going to interbreed. I for mean. Sure, for sure. It, it, I used to be such a freaking stickler and so freaking hardcore on all these things, and they, they're just goddamn imaginary lions. <laughs> like, there's yeah, they this, don't know, they don't know, and they keep moving them. <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, even with the diamond python, like you know, that's the one thing that always cracks me up about people when it comes to um, identifying an animal mm. online. About you know. Number one, they've never seen a wild version of that, like with right. their own eyes and like been able to, you know, 
basically go out into their backyard and be able to find carpet pythons, whether it's whatever subspecies that it would be. But like you'll you'll hear, I, I think the diamond python people are probably the most intense about this. Like it doesn't have exact amount of rosettes or oh, for you know, the love of there's God. not enough white scales or there's too much yellow in that to make it pure. But and they it's like, can look different. Like I mean, correct. That's my point. Like you would go to. You know, if you're in Sydney, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be like, uh, what are you going to say? No, that's not a diamond python? Like, no, no. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. Like, uh, no, sorry, not enough rosettes. You're you're not pure. I, I'm going to see where it's like, oh, see, now it's not a diamond python. If you had caught it on that side of the street, it is a diamond <laughs> python. A diamond on this python. side of the di- this side of the street, it is uh, not. It's, no. You can it's, even see, like, even just like looking at mapping out like uh, different localities of carpets. Yeah. Just all of them. And then, like, I kind of have it on a map to where you can see. And you can start to see, like, there's a certain look that a coastal and a diamond, when they breed together, they kind of have this look. And everybody yeah. knows what that look is. But, the, the you know, as you go into that territory, I think it's like around Coffs Harbor. It's like as you go into that area, you'll start to see them interbreed and they start to change the way they look. And then eventually, Mm. as you go further north, they start to look more like a Brisbane. And then as you go further north, they start to look like, you know, a northern coastal slash jungle or whatever you want to say. Right. But who's to say that the shit like because back in the day when we used to just get stuff from Australia. It said carpet python. Exactly. (laughs) Who's Who's to say that. You know, some of these fringe species, like, I was like, man, these coastals produce the best fucking colors. Who's to say it's not because there's diamond blood in there somewhere? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm having an existential crisis on the freaking air. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, uh, I think the thing of it is, is, like, I think the thing that shocks me the most is for people that are, that are sort of in the... I'm not talking like the hardcore purist. I'm talking mm-hmm. like the people that they're maybe, you know, in the fence rider category, but they talk about purity as far as, you know, uh, jungles or coastals go, right? And right. yet they don't own any of the locality types that are available. And when you, you would ask somebody about that, typically it is is because they don't look as nice as the other ones, which I well, think then is you a bunch don't of care. No, that, no, 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 no. You know no. what I mean? But... Listen, I have never been a jungle guy. I kind of fell into jungles and kind of just kept going. Right. Um, the gelatins make me think about it. Dude, they're nice, man. I know, right? It's, it's second generation in. Oh, shit. Nice. You can only imagine the couple more in. I love it, oh. like that grayish color. Oh, like, dude. Yeah. Fucking, oh. Uh, Got no, green hue no, in the no, saddles. no, oh, no. Dude. I don't need any more goddamn projects <laughs> right now. I don't know, man. I'm going to Hamburg. <laughs> I that's just that's just your own messed up head. Like you know, it's yeah. We're gonna set up at Oaks together, and I'll be staring at gelatins all day, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, just box those two up, and don't talk to me for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'll take those. Yep. No, okay. just put Very those good. in a box and don't talk to me. I'm just gonna be mad over here in the corner. God yeah. damn it! God damn it! Just sell the yellow ones. Just get rid of that, dude. I like, you know, I'm sitting there going like, jungles got to go, baby. Like, I'm not, I'm not replenishing any jungle stock. Anybody dies, that's it. That's like, the one no. thing. That's one of the thing that I think throughout the nine years that we've been doing this, you've been pretty consistent as not like a real heavy jungle person. 
You'd think that I would be because that was I originally wanted jungles. Like I was like I really wanted a jungle carpet python. Right. And then I just got this ugly looking coastal and I was done. Like it's you know I that's the other thing is that everybody does jungles. Everybody did jungles. Everybody's yeah. like oh, I have the blackest of the black and the yellow and the yellow and I don't like the tipping. I'm like looks cool. Like I'm the worst at when it comes to that kind of shit. You know, it's I don't know. Is it me or did it seem like jungles from years ago had more variety and looked better? I think you had different. You had the you had the the yellow tipping in the black. You had the fifty fifties, which those I miss. Um, and it just seems like there was a lot more of them. And I think I know it's. I think it's because everything was. Eventually, I think the hairline was bred into Delia Scattershot. I think. Uh, Paris stuff was breeding, bred into this. I think this stuff was bred into this. And I think you have so much intermixing, you lose what kind of made everybody really special unique. and yeah. unique and everything kind of stand out. Now it's the, you breed it together and you're going to get a mix of like some people used to be known just because they had the tipped out jungles. Yeah. Um, I think of guys like Andrew Hare or yeah. like Jake Milbrat, like some of the jungles that he was working with. If you, if, if you have a chance to like, I don't know. Maybe you can Google it or whatever, but like, the, dude, they, they, there was like the variety in them. I think right. it was much, I think it was better. It seems I, like we've bred it to have this certain look now. And it's like a bland banded yellow and black snake. And it yeah. really doesn't and really stray too far from that. Some has tipping. Some have don't. Like I said, like you, I got a clutch uh, two years ago and I had a mixture and it was like at one point you'd have to breed two of these animals to get these animals. Like now it's, it's almost like when I breed my cow Kings, right. Uh, I get banded. So I get stripes, I get albinos, I get non albinos. So just all, they all come out and it's just like, okay, cool. Like, and that's just because there's so many different things going on in each one of these parents that certain babies get certain stuff. So I think with the jungles is that they went so far in with black and yellow and also this stuff that everything kind of looks the same now. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping that zebra would kind of pull them in a different direction and that people would kind of refine the zebra. But once somebody got to like yellow and black zebras, they were like, good enough. I'm like, you couldn't like try to breed it to get some more yellow in there or breed it to get some like, you know, more black or that's well, it. And I then, think uh, Wheeler's working on uh, Brandon Wheeler's working on some projects where he's trying to work on the pattern more so mm -hmm. than the color. Like, you know, how like every once in a while you'll see that which I think is the most amazing zebras of all, where you see more black than you do yellow, where the yes. yellow is almost pinstripe. Yes. To me, that's fucking phenomenal. Basically, it's a black snake with lightning bolts going down it. Yes, yeah, I mean, it, come on. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. Okay, like, <laughs> I don't even know why we're having that conversation. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> but that would be an example of, like, a selectively bred project that, that nobody seems to be, like... Uh, to go to go after at least from what I've I, I See, haven't really seen it and, and this is what kills me is that we used to talk about ball python guys have dinker projects yeah. where like they would line up and punch each other to make sure that they got the animal that was pulled out of Africa that has the white like scale on its remember face remember how intense that was years oh ago oh my god dude this has a spot <laughs> who gives a fuck this it's has like, a it's, dot by the eye if I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's together, a sharpie purple. like you know it's <laughs> This one has nose rub. What? Um, like, you know, it's – and that's the thing is, is just, you know, when it comes to carpets where the variability is there and you can work it and you can do stuff. Yeah. Nobody does it. Yeah. It's like 
Dude, wait till I make some ivory tigers that are pure coastal in the upcoming years. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you that You're gonna do that? that Benjamin <laughs> that Benjamin Jag, but in a tiger uh, form. It uh, you know, it, years of breeding to finally get to a, a an ivory jag. You know. I can't believe that Balin hasn't well maybe he is, but I can't believe he hasn't really pursued that that bone white color that those tiger jag I'm gonna say a bad word, sibs, sibs. produce. Um well the, the bone white color is left over from the from the tiger, the original tigers. Yeah. And the problem is is that, you know, tigers were crossed with everything. Like they absorbed Hycon. Like that that happened. Yeah. Like um and then also they were ble- they were bleeding into the MBB stuff pretty hard too. Yeah. Um, also Lemke was kind of mixed in there as well. So y- you lose the tiger color. Like everybody wants yellow or red or this that, the other thing. It's you kind of lose the bone white. And I always liked the bone white. The problem is that they never really got there until they started getting older. Like they're kind of like a dusky sandy color, and then they turned whitish as they got older. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I would love for them to get back into that kind of stuff. Um, I don't think we talk. I don't think we talk enough about um, the the female that was. I mean, we've talked about that red tristrep a million times over. Right. But the female that produced the the red tigers, she was a perfectly striped animal. Like oh, that's in that cage with the, I, the brown yeah, I paper. Love that Dude. animal. That <laughs> I have been chasing that animal since I saw it. Like yeah, I want so clean, that. so perfectly it's striped. So and the problem is I get these babies and I'm like, you're so perfect. You're so good. And then like a year later, they get one black scale on their stripe and I'm like, you're ruined. Like, it's, <laughs> You need to go. You're wrong. It's like, that's not what I wanted. It's like, it's, that's the problem is you hold some of these animals in such high regard. Like, I know that if I probably got close to her, I would find the tipping. But in that picture, she's just gorgeous. And yeah, that's what I want. But I want that in like a hypo. Or caramel, holy or, shit! Or a ghost, like I mean that when I when I talk about tigers in various morph, I I'm picturing her with different colors on her. I want to see a super ghost tiger. Wow, it looks like that. I remember in the early days, you would be like, I want on my table, I want every All version of, of tiger, every single I version want of a tiger, this tiger and this yep. tiger and red tiger and Russian uh, tiger and uh, a citrus uh, tiger and uh, you know. It's weird that I'm close to doing it this year. Original tiger. Like, I'm close to because I'm having a I'm having a uh, an original tiger bred with a uh, pos super caramel jag. Okay. Uh, I have another tiger going to my. Uh, what is she breeding? Oh, she's breeding my super caramel jag male. Okay. And then I have a caramel tiger going to my caramel jag male. And then I have, uh, if I can get, if, he can, if she can just, the Russian female has an RI and she's had it for like the past week and a half, uh, past month and a half, and she just won't kick it. Damn. And she would just get, and she's not, she's not in any, like she doesn't look bad or all or anything like that. And she's flicking her tongue off all the crap. But God, the male is just sitting there going, nothing to do. And I'm like, I hate this so much. So, oh, man. oh my God, it's killing me. Um, and then I threw him in with my my Peterson tiger. Okay. And they lost their shits. And I'm like, great, you're probably a male because you lost your shit. And, I th- and now I have these two boys. Um, if that turns out to be true, I know what I'm doing next year. And I'm breeding that uh, tiger female I got from you to that Peterson tiger. 
what tiger female you got for me? The the horrible evil one. Oh, the 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 oh seven reds. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. No, no, not that one. You got the other one. It was a it was a Balin tiger I got from you, right? Yeah. 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 The oh seven reds though. No, but not her. She's not. She's not a red tiger. She's an, she's another tiger. I've only had the. I know. No, it wasn't. She's not a red dude. She's. What? Where did I got her from? You? I don't know what the hell was it. A Thompson? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a Thompson tiger. Oh yeah, the Thompson tiger. Right? Yeah. Her. Okay. She is going to go to that thing if that thing turns out to be a boy. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah she, she was nice. Yeah, she was nice. She's a horrible but evil. She's huh? evil, man. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she's she, she's the exception. When I say carpets aren't aggressive, yeah, she's, she's a an exception. Bitch. She's the father, she's the mother of all my uh, tiger het exanics. Okay. Which is good because the Thompson color was not as bright as some of the Balin stuff later on. Right. So the silver, like those those babies are hitting their stride. Nice. The blacks pop. The silvers are just like, there are two males that I kept back, uh, Hades and Kilo. Okay. And they're silver and black with silver eyes, but they're not exanics. They're possible het exanics. Yeah, that I don't know how to do this thing, anymore. man. I, it, I don't know what to say. I'm going. Or... I'm going back to Carmel. It's so much easier in Carmel. I'm just yeah. gonna go back there and live there. Okay, fuck all this shit. It's <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of weird, man. Like you hear like you know guys like Nick talk about it, and the, you know, and they're saying like, and and I I agree with them. I do, but we still call them heads. I don't. <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of like I can't. I, I can't I, do it. It's and I, I, like here's the thing: is I'm going to just keep doing it. And then eventually I'll get to the point like, you know, Nick eventually just bred it to the point where all his caramels are supers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to do that. Right. So everything's an exanic. So exactly. You, so there's no more hats. Yeah. That's no good. more hat. That's no, a good none plan. of this crap. I'm just going to do it that way. So right, right. I have the pos hats and I have I have 100 percent het um, uh, exanic tiger from Ryan. OK. And I have an, I have uh, three adult het exanics. And an exam jag. Eventually, I will eventually just keep breeding them and weed them out, and I will have nothing but 100% pure exanic, homo exagus exanics to just breed, and that's it. So, right. Yep. Ah, the future is bright. Well, I you know if I hit the, I have a potential of hitting a caramel exanic jag this year. Well, that would be cool. Yeah, I'll let you guys look at it. Gonna be mine. <laughs> it's like it just, yeah, I it stays with me <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean that's uh that's a that's a cool addition to have for sure. Well, yeah, I, to think about like you know we I think we thought about this when caramel and exanic and shit was coming out, and it's like the potential of it hatching downstairs. That's weird. You never think about that. No, do we have to come up with some cool names though of these like carpet python morph combos? You're right. Because pretty soon we're going to get to the point where we just have – it's just too many names. You're right. It's – we have – I don't know why. Where do we do the cutoff? Because it almost seems like ball python It's a new name, but it's only like two genes or three genes. It's like we should have the caramel exanic should be just something. I mean, are we going to copy boa and just call them ghosts? Well, no, it's hypo well, we exanic. can't because now you got the hypo. Hypo which... exanic is ghost. Which and then is, we already have sun glow and moon glow, but then we have all this caramel stuff. Which is, it's funny, right? Remember, mm-hmm. like when in when people started calling the caramel and albino uh, sun glows, 
Yeah, it's and not Paul, a sunglass. Paul was kind of like, uh, no, that's not a good idea. And you think about it, at the time, he had the hype. He had the hype. He was working yeah. with, and he's like, guys, he's like, yeah, please don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, just, please don't do that. It's going to be so confusing in a couple of years. It's like, and I, and that's cool. I mean, you know, you, I, I, I still am pushing for hippopotamus. I don't know why that has not caught fire yet mm. uh, or had a morph named after it. Um, but. You know, if my melanistic uh, poplin carpet is called a hippopotamus, no, Nick will I swear hurt to me. God, Nick will hurt punched. me. <laughs> like I'll hear my doorbell open it up, be like, Nick, what? It do? <laughs> like you just laid out. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, it was weird. Uh, I was listening to I can't remember. I can't keep straight. There's so many podcasts anymore that uh, I can't keep them straight. But somebody was talking about the panther carpet. <laughs> they were like, this is what they said. It was like, oh, remember that carpet python that uh, uh, they ripped everybody off and they painted it black? And I'm going, Panther, Panther, Panther who's the Panther? Panther, which sucks because that's what I would have picked for an all black carpet is the Panther. Yes. I would just called it the Panther. So now that's, that's what ruined. I wanted. So now it is ruined. ruined. You it can't ruined. You can't do it. I, what are you going to call it? The Vader? What do you? I mean, I don't know. There's so many more. I mean, but. I think I would just do Panther, just be like the true true Panthers, no paint included. Like you know, it. <laughs> it I was thinking it's like they were so cool because they had these white bellies too, and it's because they just held the snake down. They yeah, just, <laughs> they just painted it all the time. <laughs> the, hold the snake real quick. <laughs> okay, it's like forty grand. Was, <laughs> I, God, and I think a lot of people were lining up to get ready to do that shit too. But um, dude, remember how crazy it was when we thought that was real? We're like, what? Yes, <laughs> yes. And I, I think I was talking to somebody, and they were like, "Man, you imagine what an albino panther would look like?" I'm like, "I think it would take away from the coolness of the snake." Yeah, like you know, mm. it, it would look dumb. It would look like, like a super cinnamon ball yeah, python. I don't wanna, you know? Like yeah, gray snake. I just, yeah, I just, it, it, to have that would have been cool. And I don't know why, because I think everybody, I think if it had been true, it would have peaked and valleyed so fast. Oh, because yeah. what can you do with an all black animal? Yeah, really. I mean, I mean, that's the, that's sort of like the all white animal. Like, exactly. You know, what can you do with it? Where do you go with it? You know, exactly. Like, you have this snow or leucistic or whatever you want to say. And, Either way, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, it's cool. like, I think they're good pets. I agree. That's a pet. That's a they're, pet. They're, they're a flashy thing, but I, I mean, aren't there like eighteen different ways to get to a, an all-white ball python? There's quite a few, yeah, man. See, like, yeah, it's like I think like at that point you've lost it. Like butter, what Mojave? Is Mojave. that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I'm so proud. Oh my of God, you. I did oh. that. Wow, wow. I'm, I'm proud of me. Oh, <laughs> so right. Mark this down. Damn. <laughs> and the show now. It's like, but it's, it's like, I think after a certain point, the Paul by the guy's like, let's see. Fuck, it's an all white snake. <laughs> yeah, they used to get pissed Damn off. It. Like, when it first came out, it's like, oh, this is a $150,000 snake. And you hear, like, the original story of that, and I think it was, like, dead in a box or some shit. Oh, and, like, God. they had to revive it. It was, like, frozen solid or some shit. I don't even know if it was the oh. cystic at that point. I think it God. might have been the lesser. But, uh, you know, they breed it together, and out pops this white snake, and they're like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And then they start breeding other projects, and it's like, oh, man, I hope it's not a white snake. <laughs> yeah, Jen, I really hope it's not a fucking white ball python. I really hope it's something cool, like with a pattern or so. Like you know, yeah, it's. I think after you get to the certain point, it, it, it 
I think like, that though is it. a pet. I think that's a pet. It would be. I think it's cool as a pet, but also like I, from the experience of albinos, like open the tub. I've rolled in my shit. Yes, you have, and it's really obvious on your white scales. Like you know, okay. Yeah. Um, but unless it's an albino coastal, mm. dude, they're nice. So pretty, yeah. and just uh, I want them so badly. That'd be the worst day for Ghost in his life. I'd be like, "Get out of here, you dirty Darwin! <laughs> you are out." He's like, "What?" I just like throw him. Like, yeah, it would. Uh, it you would, could uh, probably, if you listen to Carpet Cliff Notes, uh, the uh, Coastal Morph one. Yeah. If you had all of those, you would probably be content. I would be. You would I be like, so. I don't need any other carpets. I, don't need I can do carpets. everything within this wheelhouse. What I need right here. Oh God! Can you imagine like really good-looking, reduced-pattern albino tiger jags? Oh shit, man! Yeah, Being pure. Yeah, with those that pinkish kind of color that they have in the coat. See, this is uh, I'm too. Uh, yeah, I'm dreaming too much here. It's never gonna happen. Uh, maybe in our lifetime, you never know. Uh, probably not. <laughs> it's just. Oh no, man! You never know. Australia might start uh, smuggling. Yeah. You know, I I hear a lot of people talk about that, and it seems like you know when you talk to people that are in Australia that you know breed snakes or whatever, they just um, they want to sell it, them to people. Just, across, yeah. Yeah. If you could get if you could get locality specific, pick your subspecies, or like oh god, yes. You know what I mean? You know how much money they would. People would pay for that. Yeah. Like, think about it. If it's like, oh, Owen, I got a, you know, I got a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, this coastal carpet python from, uh, you know, uh, from my backyard, and here's the GPS coordinates, and you know what I mean? I'm in like, Brisbane. I'd be like, send it to me. Like, you know, that, no, yeah. Are you kidding me? Done. Yeah. Done. I have a Gold Coast Coastal from Queensland. Oh. <laughs> it's perfectly striped. Oh, you know? God. Everything needs to go. All this Big ass heads. Everything know? would be sold. I, I, there would be nothing in here but Coastals. I'd even let the bread lie go, and that'd be hard. Right. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Or I got a, a, a Brigolo Coastal Carpet. Or, a, uh, or just even from the guys who were breeding down there. You know, it's like. They, they apparently they breed hypos down there that like I, I mean there were there's some people that I follow on Instagram that their hypos are like the the base color hypo but then they have a ton of black tipping on them that makes them look like this reduced pattern caramely hypo granite but it's a coastal with a huge head and it's like I love that thing <laughs> like all right give it to me yeah so I mean even just that dude and Everything that would you, I would just we'd go nuts. I'd be like, we're going to Australia this this time. We're going shopping. I, <laughs> like, you know, just, I would be broke. <laughs> oh yeah, I literally would be broke. Yeah, I, I yeah. You know, oh man, now oh, that would be a nice. Just dream. think if D- Dory throws you out, Melissa throws me out, we can get the facility finally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we really will be the old dudes in the Muppets. The old dudes in the, the Muppets <laughs> just yelling at people from our balcony. Get off my lawn! You on know? our carpet. In our, at our carpet facility. Yeah, yeah. done. Easy. Done. Just rocking in rocking chairs exactly. all old. Like, you know. Perfect. Carpet bestest can't. Did you take the out the trash, out. Owen? Shut up, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. I was so dumb to, to buy these carpet pythons. I friggin' hate them. They're crappets. Goddamn crappets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful.
All right. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think we note, should yes, to go. I think <laughs> we, it's, we hit that point of the show where we've lost our minds. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so this weekend is the uh, Southeast Carpet Fest. Um, Woo! It uh, is uh, hosted by Cody and uh, Pia Bartolini, and um, yeah, it should be uh, a phenomenal time. I think. I think the last time I know they have the auction going, um, and uh, the last. They're in Melrose, Florida. It's uh, February 8th. I believe it starts at 3 p.m. Um, and uh, the last count I saw was like $22,000 they have on the Damn. auction. Something like that. I think they're trying to beat their number from last year. Uh, so Good job. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, unfortunately, we will not be there. No, sorry, guys. Um, Eric took off all his time to go for Australia, and I, unfortunately, have not reached Eric's status at the new job where I can take time off to go places. So, um, And if Owen could, he would be going to Australia with I us. would. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's just how that one would go. Right. Um, you know, it's uh, hopefully I'll try for next year. A lot of crap going on. <laughs> so uh, yeah. we'll, we'll try to get there. Right. But hopefully you guys have a blast, and uh, we'll, we can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, so there's that. Um, so let's see. Uh, as far as um, us, uh, Morelia Python Radio, you can check out our website, uh, moreliapythonradio.net. Um, you can follow the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those things. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever app you use for podcasts, uh, just p- type in Mariah Python Radio. You'll be able to follow it. Um, over on our website, you can follow our blog, sign up for a newsletter. Uh, if you're curious about Morelia, uh, that's definitely a place to check out. If you have any questions or comments, send it to info at moreliapythonradio.com. You can follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, um, and uh, then we also have the Facebook group, Morelia Pick of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can check, uh, follow us all there, uh, to stay up to date with us. Um, and, uh, I guess I have to go over and check the store, but, uh, we have NPR swag, uh, over in the Teespring store. Uh, you yep. can get it there from our website. Um, and we do have the, a couple of old Southeast Carpet Fest logo, swag, shirts, hoodies, that kind of thing over there. So you can go and grab them. We also have uh, the uh, Carpet Python over Australia yeah, uh, over there. Um, and uh, The one that Riley did? Riley did, yep. yep. And uh, that's really it's, cool. Uh, Check it out. It's, it's really cool. Is that the one we're doing for the fire? Yes. Oh. Yep. Okay. So it's a design that Riley did. It's uh, kind of based off of some of the Aboriginal art kind of things that we saw down there uh, with this carpet python over Australia. Um, obviously, we're not going to keep any of that. All the proceeds that uh, come from those shirts, we're going to send over to, uh, was it? Um, oh, the. Uh, uh, holy crap. No, I don't. And uh, who gave us the doodles to which place to donate? Was it? Um, it was. Uh... Was it so? So we're gonna. Uh, was it Scott that told us which Scott, one to go to? Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Uh, Zoo's Victoria is where okay. we uh, do it. So yeah. it's uh, zoo.org.au/slash/fire-fund. Okay. So uh, 
purchase a shirt, money goes over to Zeus Victoria, which is uh, the one that Scott told us to send it to. So uh, he knows what he's doing over there. Yep. And uh, this way we can at least try to help out a little bit, especially because I know everybody talks about the koalas and the kangaroos and all the stuff that died in the fire. I guarantee you they're not talking about all the reptiles and amphibians and other things that also perished in that fire. Yes. So um, this would be a good way to kind of help out everything going on over there. Uh, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely go grab those shirts. They're really cool. Yeah. And Riley did an awesome job. Uh, we're going to try to find a few other things with that uh, for the st- store. I know I was approached by a few places, a few people who were doing uh, reptile rescues and things like that. We're going to try to figure out what we want to do about those. Um, cool. And then uh, we're going to try to figure out some other stuff, too, to throw up there. Uh, we still have to put uh, Ari's design for his shirt up. He's working on that, or...? Uh, I thought you were working on that. Well, that's oh. not good. <laughs> so it's, right. Well, there's right. why it's not happening. Well, there's so, that right, happening. I'll get yeah, to it. Uh, we figured that out. <laughs> Shit. Um, so um, uh, the other thing is I'm, I, uh, we have to dig up all the old uh, Northeast Carpet Fest stuff. Uh, throw it up there, too. Is my logo up there? To- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My there. shit my ship's up there, your shit's up there. Yep. Go over there, buy all the crap, guys. Like it's all over there. So Yeah, we don't like to have uh promote uh We don't like so- to promote ourselves. We're very bad at that. <laughs> no, I mean we don't we don't really have um uh what the hell's the word? Uh not guest. God damn it, man. I'm drawing. We do have guests. We need guests. Um uh Come on. What the hell's it called? Come on. When you have people that pay you to advertise for them. Sponsors. Sponsors. God damn it. Wow. Woo. <laughs> it's late, man. <laughs> um, we don't like having sponsors because then we kind of have to do what they want. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, not only that, I just, you know, you never, I, I, I like to have control in the house. I know if you or me do something stupid, it's on you and me, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we well, own it. You know, it's like, listen, we can all sit here and Eric and I can take a break every, like, you know, halfway through the show and be like, do you want to sleep on a Casper mattress? But no, we don't want to. Like, you guys yeah. are not here because you're sleeping poorly. Well, right. if you are, whatever. You so know, we decided it, the way to, if you want to help us, you want to support us. Go buy some shit. Go buy some swag. That's it. Yeah. It's the easiest we're way to do it. We, yeah. we promise we'll figure it out so there's not like a white square around it. Yeah. Well, we figured that out. So oh, like some people bought this. Some people put up pictures of their like hoodies and shit. And there's a white square on the. Well, well, there that is. I, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully you got a white hoodie. I, I really, I, I really you. hope we don't. We really got to figure this shit out. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but yeah, more shit will come up there. Um, also, if you are an artist who wants to kind of, who maybe wants to take a crack at designing something for us or has an idea for something, let us know. Yeah, I really love the uh, the one that Jeff did. Holy shit! Yeah, cool, dude, that's man. awesome. That's sharp. He should definitely do something with that for sure. We should just let him throw that on there for reasons. Like we just let him throw it up on our store and just spend the money to Jeff. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't have a problem whatever. with that because I want to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> we, Jeff, message us. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I would definitely buy that in a heartbeat. You know, <laughs> I was thinking like, huh, that looks like a good 2020 carpet, carpet fest. fest ah. Yeah, I don't have no bullshit scrub python on there or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not even Morelia, you bastards. Yeah. 
Um, uh, we're just as bad. We picked Moralia of the Year, and it's a scrub. scrub. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Which the calendars turned out really sharp, by the way. It did two, look. Two, I mean, we could have sold this. I mean, they sold so fast that I think. I think. Did you see the one that's up on the auction? Is up for forty five dollars right now. I think because people didn't get the calendar. Oh, really? <laughs> and there's the one. The one that's remaining is still in. Uh, is in the Carpet Fest auction. I think the the, the last bid was forty five dollars. Oh shit! I think we've been lowballing on calendars, dude. <laughs> it's like... Wow! What a demand. Don't worry. We, this year, uh, we are going to do it in June. June or August? June. One of them times. June. We're doing it in June, June. Because we keep saying we're doing it in August, and we never get it done until October. Yeah. This way, if we shoot for June, we'll get it done in August. We get plenty of time to get it and have them in hand. You know? I do like the uh, company. How do you think they turned out? I think they I turned think out good. Great. Yeah, I think yeah. they turned out great. Yeah. So. It's a calendar. It's pictures. It tells me the date. It, it functions the way it's supposed to function. The way it's supposed to do it. Yeah. Right? Okay, fair yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, uh, so that's that, uh, as far as myself, uh, Eric at ebmorelia.com, uh, is my email. ebmorelia.com is my website. Um, I'm going to be, actually, I'm doing a photo shoot tomorrow, uh, to put some babies up on the, uh, on the site, on the site. So, uh, I got some bread lye that I need to, to, uh, to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some other babies that I need that need to go. So uh yeah. Uh so check that out. Uh I'll have that there. If you're interested, uh I don't know. I are you shipping yet? Dude, I haven't stopped, dude. Like okay. the weather it's like there there's the weather's been freaking great. It's been like you get a couple days that are in the thirties and the forties, and then you get a couple days that are like close to sixty. Wow. Yeah, I got and a couple packages like, that gotta go out. So. Yeah, I mean, I sent that the I sent that Mac to Nick, and I'm like, I'm a little worried, and it's gone. I'm like, no, nah, never mind. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I got I owe Rob some snakes, and yeah, so Rob just said, oh yes, you do. Like, yeah, I mean, like you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for me. So cool. Uh, what I got is you go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out everything going on over there. Also on Instagram, it rogue underscore reptiles.com, and at Facebook at rogue reptiles. Uh, as far as shows, uh, I'm lining up for hopefully the next Oak show, um, depending on when that is. Um, I might miss it because I might be in Florida, but uh, I'm hoping to try to get onto uh, the circuit of shows in the summertime and springtime and to drag Eric with me. So it'll be like the NPR live shows. Oh, cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I did tell you that I'm, I, I requested off for the 22nd. Amber. Yeah, Hamburg. So yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> and just to be clear, I want people to know it's like I don't go there. Be I don't not go there. Like I, I mean, I don't vend there because I, mean, I don't vend there. But I don't not go there because I'm like some. It's really weird. Carpet Python guy. It's because I gotta fucking work. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really weird when he comes to Hamburg because I have to walk in first with a trumpet and like <laughs> presenting. <laughs> His Majesty, Lord Hobbit, the, the, the Lord Hobbit, <laughs> and then they bring him in like, on a where's chair. Where's he at? <laughs> yeah, and then like everybody kneels. It's really weird, oh, God. and it really sucks all the fun out of like Hamburg. So you know, yeah. yeah. Chris just sent me this picture. 
just popped up. And it's this like old fashioned like nineteen fifties like drawing of yeah. a mom with her baby in the bathtub and she's pushing the baby's head under the water it's, and the caption at the yeah, top so says like, Mom, can we breed ball pythons? Like, no. Yeah, I I saw that yesterday. I was cracking up on that one. No. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yep. Uh, anyway, back to our regular scheduled program <laughs> where we end the show. Um, what, what we'll say is uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night. Good night.